Uh, she like licked down his chest. He ran his spur down her butt. It's yeah. like a fiesta <laughs> for my eyes. Welcome to Movie Mug and the father and son podcast that always gets the shopping cart with the fucked up wheel. <laughs> the most fucked up, spin around, noisiest piece of shit wheel. It's always just one, well, too. So there's the spin around wheel, and then there's the one that's bang, 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 bang as you're going. It's, well, then there's the squealy one, too. I'm thinking more of the one that's like you've got three round wheels and one like square, square. one that <laughs> just kind of bounces around. I yeah. fucking every time, man. I was just thinking of one that's doing the disco fever, just spinning around constantly <laughs> yep. and trying to turn you in all different directions. So you're really only rolling with three? Yeah. Yep. And then that one is either dead, like dragging sideways, or it's spinning constantly. Like the bearings are gone, or the there's so much gum, gum in there, or something in like that. Yeah. I wonder what the percentage is of shopping carts that are, like, good. And I wonder what the percentage is of pieces of shit who just put them in the middle of the parking lot or... And the little medians of the parking lot. Man, that's a whole other Those podcast people, right there. How lazy are you? Sometimes, like, right next to the corral as well. Like, the fuck is wrong with you? I know. I mean, people are assholes. Mm-hmm. I mean, plain and simple. We are in a world full of assholes. And speaking of a-holes, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, chatting about them, and then most importantly, spending quality father-son time together. All right, well, nobody came here to listen to us talk about shopping carts, so uh, it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is a time we address some things that aren't related to the movie we're going to be talking about, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. So, yesterday, on Instagram... Rotten Tomatoes came out with their top five horror films <laughs> of all time. Of all time. And their number one was a movie that we just got done watching and talking about, Us. Mm-hmm. They said that's the number one horror movie of all time. And that came out in March of 2019? Yeah, I want to say. So the number one horror movie of all time is seven months old? And it was fucking really, really bad. And I read the Instagram comments, and most people were like, are you fucking crazy? They were like, Psycho, Halloween, Chainsaw Massacre, Literally Friday anything. the 13th. It's and one thing Get to... Out, too. That was, that was much, much better than oh, us. Oh, yeah. People were saying it's like 100 times better. Yeah, and it's not even, the, not even top 10 for me. Not even top 20 horror movies. No, I didn't really like that movie either. I mean, I, I liked it, but not, uh, not top five. I thought it was a cool idea. I thought it was a cool idea, but... Eh. Yeah, not it's not worth any spots. Meh. And that they yeah, they said that's in the top five of all time also. They're just sucking what Jordan Peele's dick. I guess so. They gotta deal with him. Something there's something fishy in the neighborhood Mm -hmm. for sure. You know, a lot of times I watch a movie and I feel one way about it, but then a couple days later I start having all these different feelings and maybe I remember some things and maybe it all kind of comes together in my head and I'm like, all right, it wasn't as bad as I thought, or damn, it was a lot better than I thought. I feel the same exact way about that movie. Yeah, it was me not too. good. I mean, I maybe I could find the love in my heart to give it a nine and a quarter or something, but 
No, nothing changed. Or a nine and three quarters, the shout out to Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> so whenever we talk about the movie we're going to do, we always tell people what Rotten Tomatoes gave it. Mm -hmm. And the reason I went with Rotten Tomatoes, it sounds cool. And pretty much everybody knows who they are. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I'm looking at us on uh, online and Rotten Tomatoes gave it 93%. IMDb gave it 6.9 out of 10. So here's what I'd like to do. I'm going to go ahead and put Rotten Tomatoes on probation. If and they fuck up again. Like, I'm going to read what they say, but I'm also going to now leave the door open for IMDb to take their spot. Yeah. And so from now on, I'm going to roll with both of them. And Rotten Tomatoes, just be careful because that's strike one. Yeah. All right. You got anything else for lobby time? Nope. All right. Well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room. And I'm going to tell you all about today's movie. All right. So today's movie came out in 1995. Okay. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gives it 61%, and IMDb gives it 7.2 out of 10. So basically 72%. Respectable. Yeah, a little bit of difference. 88% of Google users like this movie. Mm, okay. This movie is rated R. It is one hour and 47 minutes. Okay. Uh, the Mormon Mothers, and uh, what the Mormon Mothers are is when Jack and his sister were kids, before we would show them a movie, we would look up IMDb Parents Guide, and we would look at it, and we would be like, oh, there's too many... S-words or dams and hells, you can't watch it. And so our kids started lovingly referring to the IMDb Parents Guide as the Mormon Mothers because they feel like Mormon Mothers don't let their kids do anything. Yeah. And what's the limit for parents out there? Oh, it has the F-word between one and four times. It's okay to show. But if it hits five, no. I don't know. With us, if there was an F-word in it, you guys aren't watching it. <laughs> Y'all some bitches. <laughs> Y'all some fucker fucks. It is what it is. So let's see what they say. There is many shootings with a considerable amount of blood. Ooh. A leg breaking, several death scenes, <laughs> blood splattering here and there, etc. <laughs> Lots of loud gun shooting and people being shot and stabbed, explosions as well. Oh, I heard leg breaking in there. <laughs> My instant thought was someone falling off a building like two stories straight legs. I never think of like in a fight someone breaks another person's leg. I always think... Like AFV type shit. Ridiculousness. I'm going to jump off a one-story roof oh. in pencil form. I can't watch those things, man. Watching the arm wrestling one, oh, that God. one's the worst. Watching somebody break a bone is horrible. I've I, never broken one, so I can't empathize. I don't know how bad. I had a friend who broke his arm, and he, <laughs> he was doing a cartwheel. I know and the story. A cartwheel in the yard, and I don't know how he did it. But he was like, I broke my arm. And like, no, you didn't. And he put his arm out straight, and... He had a second elbow in his forearm? Yep. Part of his forearm uh. bent straight down. <laughs> and I think I took a knee at that point. <laughs> oh, oh. And then he went home and he showed his dad and his dad started fucking with it, trying to like put it back in place or something. Mm, and he's you can't screaming. put that back in place. And I'm fainting in his yard, basically. Yeah. I don't do well with broken bones. All right. So this movie was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Does that name ring a bell at all? No. Well, he directed movies that you loved. As Max Keeble As a kid. No, try again. Uh, Spy Kids? Yes. <laughs> Spy Kids and? Spy Kids 2? Well, yeah. And 3? Well, yeah. And 4? Uh-huh. But Shark Boy and Lava Girl as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Which got played a lot in our house. Yeah, it did. But he also does a lot of collaboration with the great Quentin Tarantino. I was about to say, I'm a little bit worried about right? <laughs> a, a rated R violent movie directed by the guy who did Shark Boy and Lava Girl. But then he said that, and it's a lot more yeah. comforting. 
This movie is called Desperado. I don't think I've heard of it. You haven't heard of it? The main, is it like a Western? Uh, no. No? Okay. Then I have not heard of it. The main actor in this is the dad from Spy Kids. Really? And Antonio Banderas? <laughs> yep. yep. Okay. So the reason I picked this movie, I'm going to go ahead and get it out of the way right now. This movie probably would have been your favorite movie at 13 or 14. A lot of violence, a lot of shoot 'em up, stuff like that. Okay. I, I think you're still going to like it at 18. It's it's going to be fun. Just so go into it thinking, man, this is going to be a fun shoot 'em up movie because that's what it is. Uh, and it sounded like there's a lot of blood and stuff. There's some a really, lot of shooting, some explosions, leg breaking. There's some really cool scenes in this, and there's also a, an actor in here that you like a lot that you'll be happy to see. And I'm just going to leave. You it at didn't that. tell me that one. Nope. Jack Black. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> it's not going to be. I don't think Jack Black is in any violent movies. Besides Nacho Libre. Oh, you haven't seen Gulliver's Travels when he just starts smashing the little Oh, I have seen that. Oh, he pees on him. I know. That was pretty bad. Right. But, I mean, that's not violent. That is lewd. I can violently pee on people. You know, (laughs) just leave it up to your imagination, but I can get violent on that shit. So, let's take a movie Mug and Pots. (laughs) And we are back (laughs) after watching 1995's Desperado. Magnifico. <laughs> uh, I think that's Italian. Magnifico? <laughs> I mean, it was, it yeah. was like a fiesta <laughs> for my eyes. Mucho años. <laughs> Many years? Have nice. been leading up to this moment. <laughs> I don't know uh, how to say that. Gotcha. Well, uh, I well. guess I'll, I'll give it the 50 cent tour. Mm-hmm. So Antonio Banderas. He plays the main guy in this. He's a mariachi guitarist. El Mariachi is his name. Yeah. And (laughs) is it? That's what it said in the credits. Oh, okay. He he was El Mariachi. Well, there was a movie before. This is like a trilogy. El Mariachi was the first movie. I don't know if Antonio Banderas was in it or not, but I know Johnny Depp was in the third one called Once Upon a Time in Mexico. But anyway, as far as the 50 Cent Tour goes, his his wife gets killed. (laughs) By a bunch of drug dealers, and his hand gets shot, so he can no longer be straight a, through the middle. Can't, yeah, he can't be a great guitarist anymore. The recovery of that wound, by the way, probably has to be one of the worst. Oh my gosh! A big old gunshot through the center of your hand. Mm-hmm. Just how many muscles you use in your hand each day is probably just a ridiculous amount. And then it gets shot. Like I can't imagine. And his stitches looked like a filling. Like, it was just like this silver line straight through his hand. It looked terrible. Well, that's Mexican hospital for you, probably. So the guy who, I guess, I don't know, there, there was some guy named Bucho, and he's in charge of all these drug dealers or whatever that, that killed his love interest and then shot him through the hand. And so basically he's trying to get revenge. Mm-hmm. And he's a badass. He is badass. He carries around a guitar case full of kick-ass weapons. It has a guitar in it at first look. And then you push it down and it hydraulic raises up and there's a shit ton of like guns and grenades and stuff in Mm -hmm. there even like a dick gun (laughs) right which was pretty funny he never used it It maybe it cut that part of the sex scene out it like straps to your midsection you're used Mm -hmm. to strapping things on your midsection aren't you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's it's somewhat like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i guess you. there's no way out of that one there's no comeback (laughs) i guess you can shoot with it or something then i'm used to yeah using it (laughs) come on man Fuck you. Let's have some laughs. If I did that to you, you would have been, oh. I mean, I'm stopping this podcast right now, and I'm cutting that out. Yeah. Go to your room. Okay. So anyway, he does a lot of killing, 
Mm-hmm. And in the end, a strange twist. Spoiler alert. And there's blood here and there, too, by the way. <laughs> there is. To and fro. This is a movie from 1995, so I shouldn't have to throw out spoilers. And there's some explosions. Bucho is his hermano. If you don't know what that is, look it up. <laughs> so it's a strange twist. You are Jack introduced to the lovely Selma Hayek. Mm-hmm. What were your, uh, what were she's your thoughts like, on that? She's probably the hottest celebrity I've ever seen. <laughs> I never, I've heard the name, but I've never seen her before and was like, nice. You were quite smitten. As soon as I saw her, I knew she was in the rest of the movie. Oh, yeah. She's, it was just obvious. Yeah, she's got that star power. And you know she's smart because she owned a bookstore. Right. So. Mm, smart and pretty. Mm-hmm. There is a weird sex scene in this movie. Wouldn't would you, I mean, that was just yeah. a weird sex montage yeah. That's just really, really bizarre. It's a lot of quick cuts and a lot of different positions. She, like, enveloped her mouth around his chin at one point, which mm-hmm. Top Gun, they learned from it, more obviously. Chin, more chin play. Uh, she, like, licked down his chest. He ran his spur down her butt. <laughs> That's not a euphemism either. No. <laughs> An actual spur. And his right leg, he had a spur on his right foot, and so every time you heard the noise, you knew he had taken a, right, a step with his right foot. <laughs> yeah and it was just very loud but i remember when i first noticed it i was like wow he's got a pocket full of change was <laughs> ridiculous i like the way this starts remember i told you there was somebody in here that you like and instantly the first person i see was steve buscemi yep i liked steve buscemi he walks into this bar and he starts telling the story about how this guy with a guitar case comes in and it's just it's a wonderful opening scene, mm-hmm. how he describes him, how he's walking through. And these guys aren't quite believing him. Mm-hmm. And he keeps saying things like, oh, yeah, they're a bunch of shitholes, but not like the people of this bar. Mm-hmm. These people are class acts. Yeah. And, of course, it was a dive with terrible beer. Mm-hmm. But just the way he described it, he's like, the guy walks in with a guitar case and he's in the dark. And right as his face <laughs> is about to come into the light, it gets dark again. It's like the shadow showed it. It did it, and it yeah. was it was perfect. It was a great opening scene that kind of sucks you in. Mm-hmm. This movie was fun, and that's the reason I picked it. I didn't pick it because it's a great movie or I anything. I don't think they made it for it to be a great movie. I think it might have been one of Robert Rodriguez's early goes because there was a couple of things. It was like, eh. but I mean, I feel like a lot of the time they kind of acknowledged. Some of the shittier parts are like something that wasn't quite right. It was kind of funny. Yeah. Except for some of it. Some of it was just ridiculous. Like, how many of these people are missing an eye and a half when they're shooting? How many people have broken both their wrists when they try to shoot with the pistol? And it just sways like a flag in the wind when they're shooting. So if you're a drug dealer and and you're getting a whole bunch of people to kind of guard you and go out and do your dirty work, you got to recruit a little bit better than some of these guys because I've the stormtroopers are the only worst shots that I've ever seen than in this movie. I don't even this movie probably best that <laughs> I, I made a point earlier. I, agree. I have never shot at a moving target. I've only shot down a range before. Mm-hmm. If you put me as one of the villains, if you replace me uh, with one of the goons or whatever, in ninety percent of action movies, I will do better than at least one or two of the henchmen. Probably more. Well, put your money uh, where your mouth is, man. Is, <laughs> you want me to go <laughs> kill people? That sounds like a terrible thing. Yeah, that's yeah. Don't do that. No, uh, it's just ridiculous. Like if you haven't even held a gun before, you can shoot better than any of the henchmen in this movie. True. He got shot at so much. He only got hit once with a bullet. 
Yeah, and there was... And that was at super close range. <laughs> and there was one part where he's on the edge of the roof, kind of doing the limbo, mm-hmm. like on the edge of a roof, and his knees are almost 90 degrees. There's two people below him, and it cuts to them both. Bang, 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 bang. And two people in front of him. And a guy comes down from below him with an M16. He didn't get shot once, and he jumped across the roof without getting shot. Part of it, too, is he's just a badass because there's parts he just in doesn't the, get hit. There's parts in the Technique. bar where he's just he's sitting there loading his gun, putting a new magazine in there, and people are shooting at him, and, and it's just tearing up the bar right in front of him, and he's it's not even phasing him. This was that was a re- really really ridiculous part. He's in a bar full of people with Mac 11s. He's on the side of a bar where if he jumps behind it, there all the bottles are behind him. And so he's got to jump to his left to get behind the bar. He's going to do the time warp. And, and he's on top of the counter. And so these two guys with Mac 11s start shooting where he would be if he had already jumped. They both dump their mags in that spot. And so then he jumps, shoots them, and makes it out fine. Because these people don't know how to, like, not hold their finger down. These people are terrible. Who would hire any of these people? Mac 11s aren't used for accuracy. They were shooting two feet away from their target. It's I understand they're not made for accuracy. They're meant for spraying, but you spray in the direction of your target. Yeah. Like that that was so ridiculous. There was a lot of ridiculous parts of this movie, but it was fun. Oh my it, gosh, it was fun. Yeah, I'm not saying it was bad or anything. I really enjoyed it. Like I said again, this movie did not seem to want to be that serious. It was a serious movie without trying to come across as I'm gonna be the number one on the chart or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like they knew some of this shit was corny, but it was also really cool and badass and serious moments and, were had. And ridiculousness, because you get shot with a shotgun, I don't think you typically are going to fly 20 feet. Mm-mm. And there, no. and there were some parts at the end where people were getting shot and explo- and like explosions were happening. And you were like, damn, they're on a trampoline because yeah. they were like flying through the air. And whenever a Salma Hayek, Hayek, Salma Hayek <laughs> jumped off the, uh, she jumped from one roof to the no- to the next. You could tell she was completely on a rope because it looked like she like hit the slack line of it or something. It didn't look right because it looked like she had jumped all the way across. And then in the next cut of it, she was a little further back. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> like there were a couple moments like that where they, they might not have caught it or maybe they did. And they're like, well, that's way too much effort to go back and fix. Fuck it. Yeah. If you watch this movie and you want to pick it apart, it's easy. Yeah. You can pick it apart and go, oh, well, that doesn't, those grenades don't explode like that. And, and I've done that before. <laughs> that was, I mean, I've said that before in a movie. The grenades but, were basically as big as the lo- rocket launcher explosion. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, but I find that funny. Yeah. They, they launched rockets out of a guitar case and, and they had dual machine guns out of a guitar and, case at the which end, which reloaded by pulling your wrists up and, a and foot. And they went, (laughs) (laughs) so it was fun. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't think there's pump action machine guns. This movie basically was just a lot of killing. You know, Antonio Mm -hmm. Banderas is just going to town and just killing all the henchmen to to get to Bucho. Basically kill Bill, but less serious, Mm -hmm. which I I feel like that's actually pretty good. Going for that one guy who ruined your life, killing everyone below him first. Pretty much. This could have been called Kill Bucho. So Quentin Tarantino got a little acting role in this, a little cameo. I instantly knew he was going to die. But I mean, that's just kind of a thing. I feel like most director cameos, at least from him that I've seen, don't end too well. And I feel like it makes sense, though, because no director is going to be a main actor in any of their films, for the most part. Sometimes. You know... um, Not that I've seen. 
Jim Halpert, whatever his name is. True, he did A Quiet Place. Yeah, he directed and was the main actor that was in pretty A cool. Quiet Place. Yeah. And sometimes actors become directors, and sometimes people are multi-talented, which pisses me off. Because, like, give me one, share no doubt, a little man. bit. You're a great <laughs> singer, then you're going to write a book, then you're going to be a movie star, and then you're going to, like produce some clothes and a whole fashion line. Fuck off, man. Save some for other people. Then if you're like Will Smith, you're going to have two kids that are like talented too or are also getting rich. I don't know anything about Willow, but I know... She whips her hair back and forth. That, that's the last we heard of her because we didn't look into it again. But yeah. I'm pretty sure she's still a singer. And then Jaden Smith is a rapper, has his own water stuff. He has a water company. A, a what? He oh. has water like bottled water. I think he has bo- I think he's the boxed water. And but then he's like really trying to help Flint, Michigan and stuff like they're they're doing things and making headlines. That's all I know. I mean because their and last came, name is Smith. Yeah, but I mean they could just be like me. If you were mega rich or whatever, I wouldn't do shit. I mean, what's the difference between I mean, that and now? Yeah, exactly. Like I would just rich. be making money. <laughs> I would well, I guess not making money, but I could daddy I want a pony. <laughs> I'd be like Veruca Salt. Right? Yeah, just give it to me now. And I would just get it because I'm your beautiful baby boy and I deserve the world. Yeah, I'd give you a pony. <laughs> I'd be like, well, my life's set. Are Willow and Jaden anywhere even close to as talented as a lot of other kids out there who can... I mean, fuck, I, seriously, I don't, I don't water? Know. Like, I'm pretty sure he's like doing some like activist shit to try and help people who don't have water get water. Okay, my bad, own, I'll back off. I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I know he has his own tours for rapping, so, I mean, he's successful in that. I don't know anything about Willow, though. Yeah. I but, think it's it's obviously a whole lot easier to become a musician if your father or mother are famous musicians. Well, not musicians. necessarily musician, Rapper, but whatever. something. something. It's, it's a lot easier to become famous if your parents are famous for something. And you know what? If you use it for good, then more power yeah. to you. And, and and if that's what he's doing, then uh, you know, Mr. Smith, who I know is a is a listener, uh, I'm I'm backing off. Will Smith seems like one of those guys that'd be nice. Yeah, I, I totally think so. Like it would really hurt my heart if I found out he was mm-hmm. an asshole. Like like the Rock seems like he would be nice too. I and think then the Rock he is. is nice. Yeah, and then you hear he is. And then there's other people that you hear are kind of dicks. All right, let's get back to the movie. Yeah, of course they did give you the uh, some good slow motion scenes, and I'm a sucker for. Sl- mm. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> your voice just nah, decide- you do I'm a sucker too. for <laughs> for what <laughs> they did give us some uh... <laughs> no you gotta keep that in fuck that I need to hear it again I'll let you hear it again but it's not gonna be on <laughs> I'm a sucker for <laughs> scenes they did have some good slow motion scenes and that I I have a hard time seeing a slow motion scene that I'm not like, that's pretty kick-ass. It doesn't matter what they're doing. <laughs> they did the whole slow motion walk away from an explosion. Mm, cool guys oh. don't look at explosions. Right. So. Yeah. Thank you, Lonely Island boys. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, favorite parts? <sighs> See, I was trying to think of this the whole time. Or no, I wasn't. I thought about it once. It was was like, your favorite part looking for a nipple during the sex scene? I mean, they were phantom. They were gone. They and it was R, so they should have just left it in. They didn't give you enough time to even look at any of the scenes. It Pretty was like, much. A, what are they doing? Oh, now, what position? Uh, who's on top? It was just... like, And he had just gotten three knives pulled out of him mm-hmm. and stitched up. And then a gunshot wound stitched up that morning, because this okay. was all one day. How is he so limber? 
Okay. How is he going to bang her in 19 positions? So you have double bypass surgery and then Selma Hayek's like, all right, let's... Uh, oh, I'm moving. Right? I think I'm you moving kind of faster forget than I have before. <laughs> you kind of forget about that pain for a good minute and a half. <laughs> that's all I need. I know. That's why I gave you a minute and a half, and that's to get dressed again. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and go. My favorite part was the opening scene, Steve Buscemi telling the story, and then watching how it plays out. That was awesome. I would watch that part again over and over and over. I, I really appreciated that. Of course, anything Steve Buscemi's in He's makes funny. me happy. And he was in one of the Spy Kids, too. So for my favorite part, I think I would just have to go with when he kills all the people in the bar, including Cheech. Okay, so the second bar scene. Yeah. I thought it was really funny whenever they're patting him down or whatever, and he had the guitar case. Mm-hmm. And I go, what's in it? Because they've all heard the, heard the legend of the guy who walks in a bar with a guitar case full of guns. So they take it out, and they open it, and it's just a guitar. And I was like, oh, he probably just goes there with a guitar for the first time just to scout. And then he'll come back next time, and they're like, oh, he just has a guitar. Then he'll murder everyone. And they see it's just a, just a guitar, and they're like, oh, whatever. And then that shit starts opening to reveal all the guns. And he goes, yeah, I am that guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you have seen Assassin's Creed with the hidden blades, he has like these lever things on his for- <laughs> on the bottom of his forearms or something just to deliver the handguns to his hands through his sleeves. Which is kick-ass. Yes. And then he does that and just like just starts the bar fight. Uh, during that fight, that's when Quentin Tarantino bites it. Yeah. He gets headshot right in the face. There are some gruesome... Oh, the headshots were nasty. Mm-hmm. I forgot that Machete... Machete. Machete was in that. Um, uh, Danny Trejo. Dan- yeah, Danny Trejo. He was a badass with knives. And- <laughs> he only carried throwing knives, and he didn't say a damn word the whole time. No. He just made faces. He fucked up people with his throwing oh, knives, though. Yeah. But some of them were idiots. Yeah. Was, a lot of them were idiots. Yeah, none of them could shoot. All right, let's get to Bucket of Chicken time. I'm giving mine to Antonio Banderas, man. He was perfect in this role. That's pretty much the only thing to give it to. He was, he looked so badass. I just, I loved his hair. I mean, I just, (laughs) he was awesome, man. You want to bang him? I want to be him. You want him to put on that, that strap on and you be on the receiving end of that trouble? A little bit. (laughs) I I could tell. No. Oh, I loved his hair. I did, man. His hair was awesome. The, his outfit was awesome. It was. He was, just, he was just badass. His outfit was on point. And I love me some mariachi. I honestly mm-hmm. do. Mariachi music is really good fucking music. Yeah. So I'm going to give it to Antonio Banderas, too. Mm-hmm. He's really the only thing that makes a whole lot of sense to give it to. I mean, there were other good things, but that's just, you kind of got to give it to him. His character was perfect. Mm-hmm. And he was perfectly casted in this. I don't know. There, He was just so cool. And he had the he had the fucking technology with those hidden guns down his sleeve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and about halfway through the movie, you looked over at me and said, uh, "I think I recognize that voice." Yeah, I mean, it's kind of it's unmistakable or unmistakable as a uh, Puss in Boots. Yes, it is from the beloved Shrek. The good old days of Shrek. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie, man. I enjoyed the first Shrek. I couldn't tell you what happens in the first one or what happens in the second one. I just know that you don't dare watch past number two. Puss was a badass, Mm -hmm. if I remember right. Yeah, I mean, we had one of the Shrek games on GameCube, and I always wanted to play as Puss in Boots because you could, like, lunge on the people's faces with your your musketeer sword and outfit. But just imagine if if, uh, Puss would have 
brought in that Antonio Banderas El Mariachi side. Oh, yeah. If to he, Shrek. Yeah, if he had a shit ton of guns and stuff, would have made it a lot easier. Yeah, Lord Farquaad would not have lasted as long as he did. Yeah, Lord Farquaad would have been short work. All right, so score time. Damn, okay. Um, I think I'm going to give this movie an 87. All right, that's good. That's good. I'm going to give it an even 80. Okay. Like, I enjoyed it. Fine. It's not the greatest movie of all time or anything, obviously. Your but biggest man crush and my biggest celeb crush were both in the same movie. I don't know that he's my biggest man crush. We're going to have to come back to that at some point. Johnny Depp we'll was my biggest man that. crush for a long, long time, so... Sweeney Todd was such a good movie. Yeah, oh my gosh. The Pirates of the Caribbean was good, too. Yeah, I got a little tired of those. I, I remember I really liked it. Mm, we had the did. Wii game. It was terrible. Y'all took it from me because it pissed me off too much. <laughs> That's happened many times. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to revisit uh, who our Man Crush Mondays are. I think I already know mine. Ashton Kutcher. Yeah? He's so cool. <laughs> I don't know, just, and dude, where's my car? I just, I remember from then on, I was like, yes. That Oscar-worthy <laughs> he performance. He <is> awesome. <laughs> he can only play one role, though, right? I mean, he's pretty much the same guy in everything he's in. But I mean, then in real life, he's like totally opposite. Because he, he has that whole foundation for helping people not become sex slaves. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's a good stand-up thing to do. Yeah. I think that's better than putting water in a carton. Well, yeah, True. Again, when celebrities use their money and use their fame to do wonderful things, and the sex slave industry is a horrible industry, so yeah. anybody getting involved in that is uh, gets my two thumbs up. Getting involved with the sex slave industry? To, <laughs> to, to the prevention? To the prevention of and to the fighting of it. <laughs> I am very not pro-sex slavery. I'm very con to it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it. You it's very bad. don't. I dislike. It's very bad. Very bad. No me gusta. Two thumbs down. <laughs> Three thumbs down. All right, that'll do it for episode number 23 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to suggest a movie or ask us a question, head on over to our website, moviemuggin.com. Uh, if you want to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. All you movie muggers out there, we appreciate you listening. Adios, amigos. Sayonara. Mm. All right. I'm a bad person. <laughs>